0: This is David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast, where we tap into higher consciousness to answer all of life's questions and guide you toward living all your dreams. So sit back, relax, open your mind if need be, and come along with us on this journey of higher enlightenment. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Today's topic is overcoming obstacles, a very common question, very popular topic in my communication with all of you. But before we dig into that, I want to share with you that we held our first workshop last Saturday in Mill Valley, California, and it went extremely well. We had a great mix of people who had fantastic questions that drew a lot of new information from the stream, and we recorded the entire event, start to finish. And I am now in the process of editing those into... Clips and labeling them by topic and posting them on our YouTube channel. So if you've not checked out our YouTube channel, please go to YouTube and just search for The Stream of David, and you will ultimately be able to view the entire workshop there, as well as all of these podcasts. I post each one of these every week to the YouTube channel, and I'm also doing bonus content uh, in a vlog series that I'm starting this week. And the vlog, my intention with the vlog is to have it be a little different than these podcasts. Uh, I know a lot of you, uh, hopefully all of you, like the format of the podcast where I come on and set things up. I bring the stream in, I channel them directly to you, and then I come back and add my commentary to what they had to say. In the vlogs, which is just a a video blog, if you haven't heard that term before, I am going to be providing segments of stream advice without necessarily channeling them. There's a lot of information that I get from them in automatic writing and just in my daily meditations. And a lot of times that is what prompts or inspires the posts that I do to the Instagram account. But I know that I can take that a lot further than just what we're posting on Instagram. You know, the Instagram following has grown substantially and I'm very appreciative of that. But I know that that information that we're putting on Instagram is really just kind of a snippet and that we can go much deeper into the thought. And there are a lot of times there are follow-up questions that I answer, and I love interacting in that way. But I believe putting up some videos uh, where I am going a little deeper into these topics that are based on the daily Instagram posts holds value for many, especially those in the YouTube community who may just be stumbling upon this and aren't necessarily familiar with channeling. My idea here is to, to lure them in uh, as me and then switch them over to the channeled uh, version of the stream once they get a little more comfortable with it. It's kind of a bait and switch, I guess. Sometimes you just have to entice people into their weirdness. But obviously, as always, I'm looking to connect with people that are looking for this type of information. But certainly there are those that stumble upon things and need to warm up to it at their own pace. And watching me full-on channel may just be too much for some. And I'm not going to hold back from the channeling on the YouTube channel. I'm uh, posting, as I said, uh, video clips from the workshop. And in those, you will absolutely see me go from David to David, who is then channeling the stream. And, you know, it's not that bizarre. My head doesn't spin or anything like that. But there's certainly kind of some awkward silence. Uh, my favorite parts are where there's someone sitting in the chair next to me who's about to ask questions, and I'm going into that mode and, and sort of watching their expressions <laughs> as I sit there and close my eyes and breathe deep and and make sure that I'm getting into gear as I say. It's probably a little awkward for everybody in the room, but that experience for me was absolutely incredible. Now that I'm going back and watching and rewatching uh, all of these video clips uh, from the workshop, I am definitely seeing that as the day progressed. The stream got more and more into gear and there was more, probably because of my own comfort level, uh, just just a, a steady flow of information that seemed to just go deeper and deeper as we progressed. I also have to say that the attendees, uh, in my opinion, held nothing back as well. They asked a lot of in-depth, unusual questions that just brought out so much new information. I've gone back and watched these videos multiple times now and I feel like I get something new out of them uh, with each viewing. So please check that out and subscribe and let me know what you think. Now on to our topic of overcoming obstacles. If you have been listening to these podcasts for a while, you have likely come to understand, if you didn't already, that the entire reason for our physical existence is to come and discern preferences, place obstacles, overcome obstacles, and allow all of that to drive new creation, which drives the expansion of your soul and contributes to the expansion of the universe. We've said that several times. The stream has said that several times. And you have likely heard that several times. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. They may. I am setting the intention for them to come in and uh, just talk about this topic And I certainly don't get too detailed in my intention setting with them. I'm always very pleased with what we get from the stream. And I know that they, even if they start to veer off topic a little bit, they always come back around and then it all ends up making sense, at least to me in the end and hopefully to you as well. But it's a big topic and it's an important one because it's something that we all deal with every day of our lives while we're physically manifested. And I have certainly learned from my interaction with the stream that as much as we may think when we're in the middle of our obstacles, our pain, our financial stress, our family situations, our, the grind of our daily lives, that we think that it would be so nice to live in utopia or perhaps even to return to our completed state and exist in that state of pure positive, pure joy, as we know we do when we are not physically manifested. But what we have learned is, and what the stream teaches, is that while that environment is one of exhilaration and joy, that with our highly creative intellects, we essentially become bored with it. It does not offer the contrast, therefore it does not offer the expansion that a physically manifested, highly flawed environment such as this offers. It's sort of like believing that you want to live your life on vacation all the time, laying by the pool, having someone serve you food and drinks while you soak up the sun. But eventually that becomes boring. In fact, for me, that would become boring after a day or two. And we need more stimulation. We are intelligent beings. We are creative beings. And we need to be creating. We need to be flexing those creative muscles all the time, whether we're physically focused or not. We are consciousness. And existing in an environment where there are no obstacles to overcome does not inspire creation and therefore no expansion. And if the collective consciousness, which is Source, which is the universe, is either growing, expanding, or dying, as with all things, expansion is necessary. So when you encounter your obstacles, It's important that you understand that you're overcoming those obstacles is contributing to the expansion and the ongoing existence of the entire universe. So the next time your child annoys you or your employer or you have a bill that's past due or your water heater breaks and floods your garage, just remember that those things are keeping the universe from dying and then maybe they won't seem so bad. Course, I'm joking, and I understand that some of you may indeed be dealing with much greater obstacles than those, as I have myself even very recently. I'm gonna tell you a quick story about an obstacle that I am overcoming right now and how the overcoming is unfolding for me. As many of you that have been listening know, I actually had an accident uh, back at the end of October of 2017. I have this back condition, this fairly serious back condition that I was diagnosed with over 10 years ago, and it's called spondylolisthesis. Probably not pronouncing that correctly, but you can still Google it if you haven't heard of it. That is where your spine is, has slipped forward from where it is supposed to be seated in your hips. And this slippage can cause quite a few problems. And the main problem that I encounter with it is sciatica, which is chronic pain in my, my lower back shooting down uh, both of my legs into my feet. It's very debilitating, very painful. And I was originally told that it was only going to get worse, that I needed to have spinal fusion surgery, which is major, major surgery that limits your range of motion for the rest of your life. And then, if I didn't have this surgery, I was going to end up in a wheelchair. Because as it progresses, your body essentially becomes cut in half. You you really don't have the strength over your upper body to be able to lift your upper body from your legs and your hips. And therefore, eventually, you lose the ability to walk. Of course, this is a more extreme case, and not all cases are this extreme, but for me, this is what I was told originally. And I decided I did not want to have the surgery, that I wanted to. Use the tools that I had developed myself that I thought I invented. I think I've shared with all of you that I believed I invented what we now know as the law of attraction, and, of course, I didn't invent it at all, but I did learn from my stream at a very young age how to tap into this energy and how to create from my thoughts intentionally. And I decided with that diagnosis that I was going to find alternative ways of dealing with this without surgery And I did. I essentially eliminated the pain and most of the symptoms by losing weight, by working out regularly, strengthening my core, by focusing on well-being rather than focusing on the pain. I managed it for over a decade quite successfully. And in 2016, when I moved from Seattle to San Francisco, I had really went through a a much bigger change than I anticipated in this move. I've moved several times. I've lived all over the United States from Florida to Seattle to California to Texas, Louisiana, Georgia. So I've had lots of moves in my adult lifetime. So the move shouldn't have been that big a deal, but I was in the midst of teaching myself to channel something I wanted to do for quite some time. I started in 2014 and this was 2016. So I had been essentially training myself to channel successfully for two years at this point. And I really wanted to find a path to share this with the world, to sort of come out of the closet as a channel, as a weirdo, as I like to call myself, and really move on from the corporate job that I was working at uh, and, and out of that environment into a business where I was channeling full time. That was really what I wanted to do, but I didn't see the path to it. And, you know, here I was channeling, receiving communication from the stream, from source, teaching the law of attraction every day in my business, certainly attracting most everything that I wanted in my life via my trained projected thought, via my meditations. So all of these things were going very, very well. But this particular thing, I still held on to a lot of resistance. I didn't see the path living in one of the most expensive cities in the world to leaving behind a corporate job and starting my business as a, as a channel. And the more I resisted that, the more unhealthy I became. I gained weight. I gained some of the weight back that I'd lost, not all of it, but certainly some of it. And my back pain returned and, you know, being 10 years older, uh, in my late 40s, uh, the back pain was a much bigger deal this go-round than it was before, and the debilitation uh, came on quickly. And within just a few months of the pain returning and the sciatica returning, I was walking with a cane, and I was back seeing specialists again and going to the doctors, and I had, you know, essentially avoided the healthcare industry for most of that 10 years, just going and having a, a checkup once a year, a cancer screening basically, and that was it. I had been off all medication for that entire decade. And here I was going back to doctors and to specialists and and getting prescriptions and talking about injections and surgeries and all of these things. Once again, I was sort of right back where I was 10 years prior. And to make matters even worse, here I was again, channeling all of this source information and having access to all the information of the universe and still not allowing it. Which essentially made it even worse. And of course, momentum continued to build around the topic. And I ended up one day at work walking with the cane between an office, uh, between a couple of offices. And my cane hit a patch of water and slid out from under me, and I fell. I fell very hard, so hard that I did not even remember falling. I was definitely knocked out for at least a few moments. And from there, I went through several weeks. Uh, it started out with me in the ER and ended up with you know several different doctor's visits all over town, back on prescriptions, back having MRIs and x-rays and all of these things that I had managed to avoid for a decade were now part of my daily life, as was chronic pain. And Luckily, I only lost communication with the stream for a handful of days when I was really at my worst. Because part of the issue that I had, I had a head injury that was causing memory loss and things like that. And I definitely fell out of my stream connection for just just a little while. And, you know, it was very easy as soon as I was ready to find them again, which is, you know, a, a nice thing about your source connection. It's always there looking for you. You just have to, to meet them halfway, as they say, by quieting your mind and reaching a point of neutrality so that they can join you and draw you up the spiral. So I did manage to do that, and recovery is still ongoing. And at this point, I definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's been four months, but I'm still dealing with chronic pain. I still have severe sciatica, and I have pain in my left knee uh, from that injury, and still a little bit of loss of range of motion in my left shoulder. And I've gone back to yoga, and I've gone back to the gym, but I'm still certainly not where I want to be. And knowing what I know about setting intentions, I have obviously set the intention to get my body even better than it was prior to moving to San Francisco and prior to that accident. And one of the things that I have started is Kundalini Yoga. That's something that's offered here uh, in Mill Valley, California. I would imagine you can find it just about anywhere. And it's focused very much on breathing and very specific movements. And there's a lot of meditative work that goes into it. So I, of course, embraced it right away. And even though it seemed a little bizarre at first, even to me, it ended up being one of the best things that I have discovered because it's 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 a detox, essentially. I described it to a new student the other day as the weirdest thing that I've ever done, which wasn't really true. We all know that. But the weirdest thing that I'd ever done and the best I'd ever felt afterward. So I've really set the intention of of continuing my weightlifting at the gym because I love that but obviously I believe that the yoga practice is going to be what truly heals me. The reason I'm telling you this story is because that at the same time that I'm discovering this kundalini yoga over the last few weeks, I've also set the intention of finding an editor for the book that I have written along with the stream. And I got a handful of recommendations, and the one that I have connected with uh, that, that seems the most vibrationally aligned with, what, with me and what I want to do is a woman named Kat Wanders. She and I just really connected. And the interesting thing about Kat, and she spells her name Q-A-T, is that she has just published a book about overcoming chronic pain through yoga. So it's very interesting the way the universe works and brings us together and brings all of the components that we need to accomplish our goals when we set intentions. So needless to say, I downloaded and devoured her book last night. And if you're suffering from chronic pain, as I am, I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend any type of yoga that you can do. The meditative qualities of yoga, I already knew how beneficial those were for repairing our bodies as well as our minds. But the kundalini yoga especially has been very, very helpful for me. So if you haven't tried that and you're interested, uh, I definitely suggest you, you find a place to do kundalini yoga because it's, it's been very restorative for me. The title of her book is Overcoming Chronic Pain Through Yoga, and it's available on Amazon. But now I've chewed up so much of our time talking about me. I think it's time for me to stop and bring the stream in, as I say, the star of the show, with the intention of them sharing with you their perspective and their guidance on overcoming obstacles. We'll be right back with the stream. We are here. David has asked us to come today and share our perspective and guidance on overcoming obstacles. We would like to begin with discussing the nature of your obstacles, the reason behind them. It is important that you understand that the nature of your individual lives, while physically manifested, The nature of your being is a reflection of the nature of the universe as a whole. And the nature of the universe is expansion. And since we are source, we are the driving force behind the expansion of the universe. And that universal expansion in turn drives our expansion. And this cycle is inevitable. And this cycle is eternal. And without the assistance of the infinite strands of our being, that which you call souls, the independent strands or threads of consciousness that infinitely combine to create Source, are the true creators. And in your completed state, that which you call death, where you are essentially completely intertwined with us and not physically focused elsewhere. You indeed exist in that state, in pure bliss, in a state of pure positive energy where there are no obstacles to overcome. There is no need to establish preferences because you have access to everything, everywhere. Eternally. But being the highly intelligent, highly creative beings that you are, the lack of contrast, the lack of obstacles, the lack of the need to discern your preferences and create based on those preferences becomes boring. Without obstacles, there are no challenges. And without challenges, there is no new thought. And without new thought, Your consciousness, your creativity, your intelligence does not expand and therefore does not contribute to the expansion of source, that which we are, or the expansion of your universe. And as we said earlier, your existence, while physically manifested, your world here on earth, is very much a reflection of the entire universe. Those of you that discern your preferences and overcome great obstacles experience the joy and satisfaction that the overcoming of those obstacles provides. That joy, that feeling of satisfaction is indeed your expansion for when you overcome your obstacles, especially those that you consider monumental, such as climbing out of poverty, overcoming a major illness or even learning how to intentionally manifest the people, things, and circumstances that you desire in an environment that often fosters lackful, fear-based thinking. You do not need to look far in your society to see examples of those who have overcome great obstacles and have expanded as a result, which not only contributes to their expansion and the expansion of the universe— but often inspires others to their own expansion, to their own overcoming. While there are other examples of those who have not overcome their obstacles, those that have given up or perhaps didn't even attempt in the first place, the beaten down, worn down lethargio who has allowed their obstacles to overcome them, you see their existence as a never-ending downward spiral. These are the victims in your society those who blame others for all of their woes and fail to take any level of responsibility even for the things that they actively placed in their paths. These beings may live their entire lives in this state and return to their completed state only to realize that they held the power to overcome all of their obstacles all along and with this knowledge are eager from their completed state to return and do it all over again and often even place more obstacles in their paths to overcome with this newfound knowledge that, of course, was always there in the first place. Our guidance is to first understand the nature of obstacles so that you can better understand the nature of your own obstacles, those that you have placed in your paths, and we are here to tell you that you place all of them, and that releasing the need to be a victim releasing the need to blame anyone else for anything that has occurred in your life, even if you would indeed be defined as a victim by others in your society, will lead you to an attitude of freedom, of power, like you have perhaps never experienced before. And taking this personal responsibility for all of your obstacles is not about beating yourselves up. For you all do this. It is natural. And you do this even prior to manifesting in your physical state. It is about understanding your ability to meet any of the obstacles that are in your paths in confidence and understand that you can overcome them. There is no obstacle that can be placed in your path that you cannot also overcome. This includes everything from the minor obstacles that present themselves throughout your day to more monumental events such as the tragic loss of a loved one, a terminal diagnosis, or a financial disaster, among other things. It is our promise to you that regardless of the scale of the obstacle, you possess the ability to overcome the unwanted portion of that obstacle and to find your way back to joy in your current physically manifested lifetime. And in the overcoming especially in the overcoming of that which you once considered monumental, you instantaneously experience expansion. And this expansion contributes to the expansion of the entire universe, including the positive example that you are setting for others around you. Have you not noticed that all of your stories, all of your fiction especially, include obstacles that must be overcome to reach a conclusion? And your very favorite stories are those in which people triumph over great obstacles again just like your lives these stories are a reflection of the universe and that is why they are so appealing to you so understand that the reason for your obstacles is to inspire new thought for you to discern new preferences and for you in your positive state of allowing with your vast intelligence to allow yourselves to become a vibrational match with a solution. Understanding all of this will assist you when encountering new obstacles and gaining a higher perspective so that you immediately can move toward a solution rather than spending time down your spiral, spiraling down to worry and doubt and despair because of your obstacles, places where you will never find a positive solution. But rather, meeting them in joy and confidence of your ability to overcome them, which will allow you to travel up the spiral much faster on the topic and arrive at a positive solution with ease. Our guidance when presented with a new obstacle is to take a moment to clear, to reach your point of neutrality, so that you may indeed travel up your spiral where you can find a solution with ease. And for obstacles that are ongoing, those in which you have encountered, perhaps for many years, ongoing, recurring circumstances. These often include a lack of money, or poor health, or an unwanted or undesirable job or career, or perhaps seemingly unwanted or undesired people in your lives. These long-standing obstacles are in your lives due to your long-standing beliefs. And overcoming these will indeed take a bit more work. Though it is our promise to you that you can overcome these much faster than you establish them. And for these well-established beliefs, we guide you to first determine the root cause for the belief. While we are not ones to look back very often, if at all, we have found that looking back just enough, to determine the root cause of a belief allows you to look at that cause from your new higher perspective and begin to eradicate that belief once and for all tracing back your thoughts on people or money or bodily conditions can allow you to essentially go back and rewrite history in your favor as much as we guide you that the universe works in reverse, that you must place your desires in their fully manifested future state in your present time in order to manifest them, you also hold the powerful ability to go back in time and rewrite your history. Forgiving and forgetting your oppressors, your abusers perhaps, for your own sake, for the sake of deactivating that from your now vibration and eradicating that from your future vibration, is an extremely powerful tool that serves you and has nothing to do with your oppressor or your abuser. Going back and rewriting history of the ones who taught you lack, of fear, rewriting those conversations to conversations of abundance and of confidence, so that you are able to deactivate those vibrations in your present and in your future. And going back in time and changing your perspective toward anything that occurred in your life that helped shape negative unwanted views, unwanted beliefs, is a very, very powerful technique. And replacing the recall of these and any traumatic events with a more desirable version that serves you better by changing your present and future point of attraction, your present and future vibration on that and any topic. And Once you have reset that memory, do not dwell in the past. You are simply resetting that memory, and any time that memory pops into your head, you will train yourself in a very short amount of time To recall those events, those conditions, circumstances, or people the way that you desire them to be, the way that serves you now and moving forward. So meet all of your obstacles, big and small, in confidence, knowing that you now have the tools to overcome anything that crosses your paths. It is our promise to you that you projected yourselves into this environment with full knowledge of exactly where and how and who you are projecting yourselves into. You came with the mighty intention of meeting your obstacles in joy and confidence and overcoming them with ease. And if you have forgotten that for a moment or perhaps for a lifetime, you can today, right now, Begin to turn that around. Begin to use these techniques with positive intentions and confidence of your ability to master them to change the way that you view the past, to better serve your present and your future, to change your outlook, your perspective on anything unwanted that crosses your path, understanding that it's an opportunity for growth, for expansion always and understanding that you indeed came to this life wanting the state of freedom and joy that you exist in, in your completed state, but through all of the contrast and all of the beauty and all of the wonder of this physically manifested world. That is all we have on this topic. Hello again, it's David. I just got through listening to the playback. I have to say that um, today's podcast is running a little over our normal 30 minute uh, time goal, mainly because I spoke so much in the beginning. Hopefully, you got through all of that and got to the stream because I I think that their message was very powerful today. I especially like the process that they gave toward the end. Uh, They don't always give a lot of processes. But I will tell you that the the process that they described, uh, for lack of a better term, rewriting history, I have employed this myself and it works very, very well. The two most important things that I got from this topic were first the nature of our obstacles, the fact that uh, they are there for a reason and they will always be there, and that there is no obstacle that we cannot overcome. But we have to be in the right frame of mind in order to do that. We've got to be up the spiral. In a solution-based vibration. And when we are there, the overcoming of the majority of our obstacles is is very easy. And the second is where I think myself and, and most of you probably have the most issues, and that's overcoming these obstacles that are placed via long-held beliefs. And that's very often regarding money and health and our relationships with other people and things like that. Those are very often rooted in things that we were taught probably when we were very young. And I very much like this technique or this process of simply going back and rewriting history. You know, if we have the ability to write our own future by projecting our desires into the future and feeling their essence as if they already are, and we all know that's how creation occurs, why can't we go back into the past and find anything That is still a sticking point for us that has shaped our beliefs and simply change that topic to something that is more compatible with our desires. I've had a lot of success with this technique around the topic of money. I was raised in a very poor household by a mother who believed that she was always going to be poor, that she was worthless to society. And she projected that onto me. She basically told me that I was dumb and that I was always going to be poor and that I was worthless to society. And from a a fairly early age, at least in my teens, I think I've mentioned I started receiving the stream uh, in full force where I really knew what I was getting around the age of 14. That's about the age that I really started to change my focus and really not listening to what I was being taught at home and developing my own techniques and my own confidence and understanding the law of attraction, even though I didn't know the name for it at that point. And that certainly served to take my life in a very different direction than my mother's. And I will also tell you that my mother and I uh, did not speak for the last 20 years of her life. That was her choice. And though I was certainly able to overcome the way that she treated me as a child and move on and, and be a successful adult, And a fully functioning adult. There were obviously still issues there. And for me, it was really an indifference toward her and a deep sadness for the way that her life turned out. She was a very sad person through most of her life, and I'm sure uh, would have met the clinical definition of depression, yet she never treated herself. She didn't believe in any of that, but she didn't uh, choose to deal with it on her own either. She simply ignored it. And and lived lived a life in misery uh, that ended up uh, in illness that lingered for many years and in a very sad, painful um, demise. And is likely the catalyst that drives me to to want to do this to help other people that I overcame being raised by somebody like that to being a very, in my opinion, successful adult uh, with a lot of tools to deal with a lot of things. And, you know, my life's journey now is is to spend the rest of my life channeling the stream because they have helped me so much and sharing my stories with all of you in hopes of helping you if you need it, or at least inspiring you if you don't. And I will tell you that reaching a place of appreciation of my mother, not dwelling upon all of the horrible things that she said and did or how the, the sadness of her life or how it ended up, and refocusing toward the handful of things that I am able to appreciate about her has really changed my perspective. And very recently, uh, within the last year, I had a dream about her, and she came to me in this dream, and she was a happier version of her former self. She was probably in her 40s. She was thinner than she actually was in her 40s in this dream. She was living in this big, beautiful home. I know something that she was never able to achieve in life, Uh, wearing beautiful clothes and and had pets around her. All of the things that I know that she loved or would have loved in this life, in this dream, she had all of that. And it was very clear in this dream that that wasn't just me dreaming it, that that was a vibrational connection of, of my mother's essence coming back to me and showing me that that's where she is now that she is now in that state. And again, this was my perception of her current non-physical energy. And I shared that with my brother. My brother was the one that really uh, stuck with her and, and dealt with her through the end, through some very, very difficult times. And my brother is very religious, very Christian. So I don't know that he really puts a lot of stock into these you know, things that I do or people coming to me in dreams, but I felt compelled to share it with him nonetheless. And hopefully it brought him a degree of comfort as well. But now, when I think back about my mother at all, I think of her as that, as that version of her that she wishes to show me where, where she is now, where she wishes she could have been when she was physically manifested here during that lifetime. And, you know, it brings me much more comfort in thinking about her in that state and all of the things that she taught me about lack and about you know, my lack of abilities, you know, I really have managed to strip all that away and those thoughts do not enter my mind anymore. That They're just gone. I've rewritten history to where that's not part of reality anymore for me and is not at all active in my vibration. There is absolutely no compelling need for anyone to hold on to any negative memory. And these therapists that want you to go back and relive reality over and over again of the past Uh, I'm not sure that I agree with that at all. I I really think it's more important to either put it behind you. And if you can't put it behind you, go back and rewrite it so that it is a more positive version that serves you better. And that is something that I got from the stream. I did not come up with that. I'm so glad that they shared that with you today, because I think it's a very, very powerful tool that any of you can use to eradicate, as they say, these long held unwanted beliefs that shape your current reality and they do not need to. I want to thank all of you for listening and for getting through over 40 minutes of this podcast today. It's a little longer than what we normally do, uh, but I think it had a lot of value. Hopefully you feel the same way. I do want to encourage all of you, as I said earlier, to go to our YouTube channel and check out all of the videos that are there, especially the ones that I am in the process of posting from our Mill Valley Workshop. A lot of new information came up. Uh, We talked about a lot of things from diet to aliens to suicide uh, to raising your spiritual process and getting more in touch with your own stream. So it was a day packed with a lot of information. And again, they're all split up. Each video is segmented by topic, so you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can kind of pick and choose the topics that interest you most. But there's a lot of great information there, and I'm so happy that I can share that on that medium with you. So, be sure and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you're not already following on Instagram, the page on Instagram is the stream of David. Follow us there. I love to interact on those pages. I love the comments and, and the back and forth that occurs in all of these uh, comments with the posts. And stay on the lookout on our YouTube channel for the vlog. Those will be uh, the first one will be posted uh, probably over this weekend. And again, that will be more of my commentary based on my dealings with the stream. And as always, if you have questions or comments regarding any of this, you may email me directly at david at thestreamofdavid.com. Thanks again for listening.